have home prices hit the lowest level that they're going to? There was a report from TD Economics that predicted Canada will see the weakest level of home sales since 2001 this coming year. So what are we going to see with sales? What about prices? Because TD also saw the average home prices in Canada bottoming out early this year. So I don't know if you want to be sticking that for sale sign on the front yard if you're following this. Let's get some insight into this from someone who follows all kinds of things very closely. Please welcome senior lecturer with Concordia University, Moshe Lander, to London Live. Moshe, how are things? Hello. Things are going all right? Yeah, it's a great start to the new year. (laughs) Good. Glad to hear it. This latest TD Economics report doesn't seem to have the words, hey, great year in it for 2023 when we're talking about home sales or home prices. How do you think things might go? Uh, I think the report's probably right. Uh, But, you know, the, the fact that they're saying that it's the worst since 2001, I think that's a pretty good situation to be in, that If this is a a once-in-a-generation, once-in-a-two-decade sort of experience, uh, I'd much rather that than having it more frequently. Uh, And so it seems to suggest that maybe the government has done a pretty decent job of kind of smoothing out that business cycle so we don't have the ups and downs like we saw in the 20th century. See, I always like how you look at things because it makes me feel better. When the alarm bells seem to be ringing, Moshe, you step in and they stop. So thanks for that. (laughs) That's that's the positive economist in me. It's a rare thing. (laughs) So in other words, yeah... Nobody really likes the the ups, the downs, the high rises, the the falls. We can get those at Canada's Wonderland or at Six Flags if we want them. What would be some of the things that we should be watching for early on in 2023? Well, the Bank of Canada is going to meet at the end of this month. They're going to meet again in March as well. I can pretty much guarantee that one of those two meetings is going to involve yet another interest rate increase. And that's probably not going to help the housing market. It's probably not going to help a lot of Canadians with their mortgage payment. If you haven't already reached that trigger rate, uh, it's probably coming with this next move. It's not going to be a big move, but it's just enough to kind of tip us towards uh, 25-year high interest rates. So, you know, that's the type of thing then that we might be looking at people starting to really show signs of distress with their homes. Uh, but we don't want to start seeing those things like personal bankruptcies. And same thing, we don't want to start seeing business bankruptcies. They have to borrow as well at those higher rates. Uh, if it starts tipping them over the edge, that's when all bets are off and, and what turns into a, a mild housing drop could actually turn into a rout. Hmm. Okay, so that certainly is something to keep our eye on. Moshe Lander joining us, senior lecturer with Concordia University. Moshe, with regard to that right there, the fact that we could see another rate increase, what do we know about all of these increases and the impact that they're actually having on inflation? It's a great question, Mike, because I think there's a lot of Canadians that are frustrated that when interest rates started going up in February last year, uh, the way it was being sold was this interest rate increases to help rein in inflation. And then what we saw was inflation actually went up for a period of time. And since then, it's only mildly come down. So I think Canadians are getting frustrated saying, I thought all these interest rate increases were supposed to do something about inflation. Interest rate increases take about 18 months before they have their full effect. And so the Bank of Canada only started back in February of 22. 18 months later, we're talking about the middle of 2023. So we haven't even seen the full impact of that first increase. There were seven increases, and the big ones came in the latter part of the year. We could be talking until the end of 2023 before those interest rate increases have their full effect. So what the Bank of Canada is watching right now is 
when they increase interest rates last year, are they seeing the steps along the way so that when that maximum impact is felt, it does what it's supposed to? And I think what they're saying is, I think we kind of hit it. It's not a guarantee. No predictions are. Uh, but I think what they're saying is that we're going to be able to do one, maybe two more increases, and then we can sit and watch and make sure that everything works the way it's supposed to. End of this year, beginning of next year, we could talk about inflation is back to where it used to be uh, for the better part of the last 30 years. Do you sense that if we do hit that point, maybe after 18 months from last February or whatever it happens to be, 24 months from last February, that they will just keep things where they are with interest rates? Or or would they start bringing them back down? Isn't that something that kind of got us into this issue in the first place? So they would only bring it down if people's expectations of inflation return to that 2% sweet spot that we had for the last 30 years or so. If people continue to expect that inflation is going to be 4% or 5% or they doubt the Bank of Canada's credentials or they say, ah, you got lucky, but I'm not sure that I believe it's not going to come back later, then the Bank of Canada is going to have to keep interest rates up in the higher range to make sure that Canadians understand they mean business. But if we adjust our expectations and, and keep them moderated, the Bank of Canada might have some room to bring interest rates down, but they're not going back to where they were 12 months ago. Remember that 12 months ago, we would have been talking about how they're at record lows. Now we're talking about them being at 20-year highs. It's probably going to settle somewhere in between those two, but there might be some room for them to bring it down to somewhere between those two. Moshe, as a last note, anything else you're watching in the world of finance, money, and the economy? You know, it's it's really a matter of kind of the broader picture, right? We saw last week that jobs were added to the economy. That means that the economy is not showing signs of distress from all of these interest rate increases yet. That means there's more room. If we see that the economy tips into recession, if we see that the global economy tips into recession, if we see that COVID comes back, then all bets are off. But for now, things look good. And I'll say one more thing for you, Mike, on the way out the door here, which is an answer to your question of the day. I'd like to be sitting beside Charles Barkley and Michael Irvin. That way I can either stay awake and listen to them talk to me with all kinds of sports stories, or I can sleep and they can take care of each other. Ah, that's so good. Moshe, always a pleasure having you. Let's talk again soon. Anytime you like. That is Moshe Lander. That is awesome. You know what? I hadn't even thought of Charles Barkley. I've I've got a boot, Augur Grog, the caveman.